I'm Jerome Hudson, Breitbart News Entertainment Editor, author of the book, 50 Things They Don't Want You to Know About Trump. This is the Breitbart News Daily Podcast. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell has caved to outgoing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and will apparently allow the National Defense Authorization Act to include the highly controversial media cartel bill known as the JCPA. The New York Times is still shamelessly lying about Hunter Biden's laptop, calling it stolen. The Joe Biden White House, unsurprisingly, dismissed documents showing collusion between the Biden campaign and Twitter executives to bury the laptop from hell, calling it a distraction. Hey, we got more good news of the good guys fighting back, this time from Republican of South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster. He announced that he will seek to ban the Chinese-owned app TikTok from government devices. And it's election day in the Georgia's U.S. Senate race. We discuss all of that and more. Mitch McConnell has caved to outgoing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and will allow the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, to include the highly controversial and highly corrupt, swampy of the swampiest media cartel bill known as the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act, JCPA. Sources familiar with the matter told Breitbart News. This is a double byline, one of many double bylines from Breitbart Washington Bureau Chief Matt Boyle and Alan Bakari. They write, over objections from House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, the likely next Speaker of the House on January 3rd next year, other congressional leaders acquiesced to lobbyist pressure and agreed to include the JCPA in the base text of the NDAA. So again, aforementioned must-pass spending bills. The NDAA is one of those bills. It's passed without fail for six decades straight, largely because politics has never really been so highly injected into the process of passing that legislation until now. The, the, the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act is so important to literally hundreds of companies who've employed hundreds of lobbyists. Um, we're talking about tens of millions of dollars, ladies and gentlemen, pouring into passing this media co big corporation bailout. McCarthy was the only member of congressional leadership, that is the, the, the four corners, uh, Boyle says, as they, are, as they are called, the Senate leadership and the, uh, and the House leadership, so you got McConnell, whose family, him by marriage, is in, in bed with the Chinese government. His wife, Elaine Chow, has been for decades. And you got House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who's just as corrupt. I think she just made more millions of dollars on some visa stock. <laughs> Peter Schweitzer first broke that story over a decade ago. Uh, and then you got Chucky Chuck Schumer, uh, who's just just a deviant creature. Um Senate Majority Leader. So you got Kevin McCarthy, the lone voice in the room saying, guys, this, 
JCPA has nothing to do with national defense. What are we even talking about here? He's the the lone uh, member of that four fighting back against the inclusion of the JCPA on onto the NDAA bill, but was overruled three to one after McConnell caved. Boyle and um, Bakari continued. The JCPA was absolute has absolutely nothing to do with national defense. Uh huh. So the move. A swan song for outgoing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is an egregious step for an outgoing leader as the past against uh, precedent as the NDAA has generally been reserved for just national security matters. Proponents of the JCPA, uh, they continue, have been struggling for over a year to move the controversial proposal through Congress, hitting roadblocks every step of the way in committee hearings and fierce opposition from Republicans like McCarthy and others, including Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise, Senator Marshall Blackburn, Tom Cotton, and more. Uh, Bakari and Boyle also reporting that the JCPA contains a loophole well, that would allow foreign news organizations, including Chinese organizations, so the China Daily for one, just 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 propaganda pieces straight from uh, this the the Chinese Communist Party to so-called journalists and editors at many Chinese government-backed news outlets uh, a, a loophole, of course. Uh, so the JCPA has already attracted condemnation for its core elements, namely the transfer of wealth to already wealthy media corporations, i.e., News Corp. and other Murdoch properties. But there are many others. And the potential for the media industry to demand to demand more censorship from Silicon Valley platforms. See, that's the important part. There are 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 people like uh, Rupert Murdoch who just wants News Corp and Fox News and all of the, the his media properties to just be the sole media, uh, particularly on the conservative right, uh, but but you know center to center right as well. Uh, and JCPA allows Murdoch to just elbow out, namely uh, platforms like Breitbart News. I think we're I think we're technically a mom and pop shop. I, I don't even know if there are a hundred employees at Breitbart News, which last I check, uh, according to Obamacare, makes you a small business. I think uh, less than a hundred or something like that. But we punch way above our weight class. And on Facebook, where we are routinely with regularity censored. We outrank Fox News in terms of engagement. The stories that you lovely fine people in this audience share and respond to and comment on. Lowly old Breitbart News out punching a heavyweight, a multi-billion dollar news conglomerate like News Corp routinely, sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes on a weekly basis. And as the data comes in, we, we, we are the number one news source on Facebook for a whole calendar year. Close, close behind Fox News. Rupert Murdoch knows this and he hates it. He doesn't like competition. He doesn't like Newsmax. Uh, is One American News still a thing? I don't know. So anyway, uh, the JCPA creates a, quote, must carry and must pay, end quote, scheme, forcing U.S. tech companies both to carry and pay for news content from news organizations through mandatory arbitration agreements. Now, the smartest legal minds of Breitbart News believe that there there 
could be legal action over that clause. Um, you know, a, a, a law from Congress, sign, a, a bill from Congress signed into law by the president forcing private entities, technology corporations to force, uh, forcing them to carry uh, a, a news uh, might be illegal, uh, you know, uh, unconstitutional even. Some, some First Amendment uh, practices being broken there. Bakari and Boyle continue, the news organizations are not limited to U.S. ones. This is important, meaning the JCPA would require U.S. companies to carry and subsidize a range of publications that spread propaganda from foreign sources. This would open up the U.S. to increase foreign influence over American political and social movements and increase exposure to the Chinese Communist Party supported narratives. Of course it would. You already have the Chinese Communist Party pouring uh, millions of dollars partnering with the Time magazine, the L.A. Times. Hell, they got TikTok out there. <laughs> I mean, the Chinese Communist Party's tentacles and the ways in which they actually try to strangle and, and root into uh, American culture, pop culture, our, the dissemination of our news, both on a local level. Hell, they got 100 police stations apparently all over the country. It's 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 multifaceted. Like they got they got a stranglehold on the news dissemination, but they got TikTok. They got millions of people getting just brain worms using that mind control app. That one Republican congressman called digital fentanyl just probably phrase of the year. Um. So here's something. It's not everything. It's something. A Twitter poll conducted by House, the House Judiciary Committee Republicans, headed by Jim Jordan, found that res- respondents overwhelmingly reject the passage or the inclusion of the JCPA onto the NDAA. The poll, which garnered input from 7,100 Twitter users, found that 93.7% of them reject a bill to allow big media to form a cartel to bargain with big tech. Doesn't that just sound terrible? Chuck Chuck Schumer wants this bill on behalf of Amy Klobuchar and people who you will you will probably, depending on if this thing passes or not, hear being uh, talked about and certainly covered in a negative light, probably in perpetuity. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy and Texas Senator Ted Cruz. They, 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 they have to be two of the biggest faces on the Republican side pushing this awful, horrific bill. Just absolute shameful. <sighs> anyway, uh, this was a, a big one uh, described as a turd in the punch bowl. I believe I can say that on this program. Facebook, now known as Meta. Uh, this is, I believe, uh, Alan Bakari reporting CEO, Facebook CEO, excuse me, Meta CEO, Mark Zuckerberg warned that his platform, the largest social media platform in the world, may have to remove all news content altogether if Congress passes the JCPA. So in a comment slamming recent efforts to attach the JCPA to the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, Zuckerberg said, forcing the tech industry to deliver financial handouts to media conglomerates would create a terrible precedent. 
That's massively, massively important because this bill would result in big media companies paying large, large sums of money to local news outlets, of course, yeah, sure, but also to uh, larger media uh, outlets like uh, the aforementioned uh, News Corp properties. So Mark Zuckerberg has to come out in, 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 in against this, uh, if, if not for anything, the, his shareholders. I mean, he has a fiduciary responsibility. <laughs> if a bill passes that would result in Meta distributing billions of dollars to pay for news content to, to news organizations, that's that not going to be good. I mean, that's and Facebook has lost half of its uh, or Mark Zuckerberg's lost half of his wealth. Facebook stock's been tumbling for over a year now. I mean, ultimately, Silicon Valley would want this bill to pass. Uh, they if 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 Microsoft is paying hundred a hundred million dollars uh, to to say the New York Post, it, it wouldn't happen this way. But but you would have massively, massively wealthy uh, Silicon Valley companies paying money to slightly less massively uh, lucrative news conglomerates. Do you think those those news organizations are going to report honestly and fairly and really do deep investigative reporting that would embarrass Microsoft or Apple? Hell no. So in the end, when it's all said and done, when all the smoke clears, the tech lords would actually benefit. And the people who want more censorship, there are Democratic senators who 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 like the bill because they want more censorship. But it but it you know, it it would come at a cost to Silicon Valley. So they they don't know what the hell to do. Uh, Defend the bill or defeat it. Um, it's absolutely insane stuff. Speaking of left wing uh, uh, entities and interests, the progressive organization Fight for the Future and Public Knowledge, okay, along with the ACLU, with over 25 other organizations, have launched a last minute push to stop the JCPA, urging Speaker Nancy Pelosi not to pass a handout for media conglomerates and their hedge fund owners. The move comes amid moves to attach the JCPA to the must-pass NDAA. So you've got strange bedfellows being created here. And I, 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 many of you may be, may be wondering, may be asking, uh, why do I keep hearing about the JCPA uh, from, from Breitbart personalities? And why is it such a huge feature of the content being reported at Breitbart News? Well, if those other outlets, particularly conservative outlets and the aforementioned News Corp properties aren't reporting on this, it's for a reason. And it's for the reason that I hope that I've just explained. They would, at the end of the day, benefit this. This so-called media cartel, this bringing of news organizations to the table, if you will. And imagine there's a big pile of money on that table. Many of these news organizations have been duped into believing that they would take a share in the profit of that money on that table. They not they getting a seat at that table should the JCPA pass would invariably mean that they get some of the money sitting on that table. 
And that money would come from Silicon Valley companies paying for those news organizations' content. Uh, now, regardless of that will happen or not, what will happen is these tech companies will attach all kinds of horrific strings to that money. I mean, they all these tech companies already have massive amounts of influence, probably to the point of illegality. And this all matters because of what I, I, I think was so eloquently pointed out from Congressman James Comer on Fox News just the other day. We're talking about the same tech corporations who we know now, thanks to Elon Musk in the Twitter files, were working hand in hand with the Democrat National Committee, high ranking officials in the deep state and national and national security and in Trump's national security state. Those tech companies working in concert with uh, the government officials buried a story about the Biden family being deeply in business to the tune of millions of dollars with a mortal enemy of free people everywhere. China cut 13. An investigation of Joe Biden, because we believe that the family's influence peddling is a national security risk. And when you look at national security and you look at the evidence on the laptop, energy policy is national security. And the most concerning part of the business deal, so to say, so to speak, that the Biden family was involved in was trying to help China get their foot in the door on the American energy industry. So part of what the, the deal was that Joe Biden was going to be involved in was trying to help China purchase drillers in the natural gas industry. You know, people are outraged over China buying farmland in the Dakotas. Think about China buying into our American energy industry at the help of the Biden family. And then you look at all these crazy policies coming out of the Biden administration with respect to energy policy that are affecting every American in a negative way. And yeah. you think, maybe he is compromised. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and, and, and it is election day, Tuesday. If you haven't already, get off your ass and go vote for Herschel Walker for Senate in Georgia. Because Raphael Warnock is actually voting with Joe Biden and the Democrats on, on legislation to make it easier for China to actually gain an even larger foothold in American industry, in, in American influence peddling. Just the, the Raphael Warnock may be one of the worst senators in Congress, possibly. There does not need to be a JCPA. It does not need to exist at, as law. Tech companies already have an outsized amount of influence in the dissemination of mass media and information in this country. And when it comes to good, decent reporting, you don't need a law to have left wing media organizations do the bidding of the Democratic Party. But but if you throw a bunch of money at them, what way do you think the incentive is going to go? Will 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 the New York Times just say, oh, you know what? I'm being subsidized in a sense by Meta. So I'm I'm. I'm just, I'm going to really dig deep into, you know, all of the bad reporting that comes out about how Instagram is ruining 16 year old self-esteem. No. In fact, the New York Times is still falsely claiming as of Sunday, 48 hours away from me speaking live to you right now, that the Hunter Biden laptop was stolen. This from uh, Breitbart's 
senior editor-at-large Joe Pollock. New York Times falsely claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was stolen when, in fact, Pollock writes, it was abandoned at a computer repair shop to which he had taken it and which had tried to contact him to get it back or give it back. As Breitbart News and other, uh, others have reported for years, citing repair store owner John Paul MacIsaac, quote, Hunter Biden dropped the computer off at his shop on April 12, 2019 to conduct a data recovery, he says. He called Biden the next day to inform him that the recovery was complete, but Hunter never picked it up was probably literally had his hands full with the crack pipe at the time that the phone was ringing. The, the laptop was not stolen, uh, Pollock continues. It was abandoned and the store, took legal possession of it in accordance with documents that Hunter Biden signed himself when dropping the laptop off. However, the Times is Michael M. Grinbaum reporting last Friday on reports by Matt Taibbi about the internal deliberations at Twitter now owned by Elon Musk, that led to the news uh, about the laptop being censored in October 2020, just weeks before the presidential election. So this New York Times reporter is still, uh, two years later, it's just just fake news. It's just a lie. The laptop wasn't stolen. Like, Like Hunter Biden dropped it off, signed documents that said if you don't pick it up within a certain amount of time, it will be therefore remanded by the repair shop. It was. I mean, that's why this stuff matters. The New York Times is already the mouthpiece of the DNC. They don't need a media cartel bill to give them millions of dollars to incentivize them to do this. They're already doing it for free. Uh, of course, the White House dismissed Monday's news as information release. You know, uh, Elon Musk got 119 million Twitter followers. Um, I mean, this, this, every tweet that this this guy uh, disseminates, I mean, this it just goes massively viral. And it's been a news story. The Twitter files have been for, I don't know, four days straight now. I mean, it's sort of waning a little bit, but it's been a big news story long enough that the White House would have to weigh in. And they did. And as Charlie Spearing reports, currently, if you're listening live, the lead story at Breitbart.com right now, the White House dismissed the uh, the news regarding the corporate decision during uh, the 2020 election to censor stories and posts about President Joe Biden's son, Hunter. That is full of old news, if you think about it, in uh, quote unquote, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said during a press briefing on Monday when asked for the White House's reaction to news information unveiled by Twitter's new CEO, Elon Musk. So documents reveal internal communications about censoring the New York Post's news story. Current politics editor, uh, Emma Jo Morris, her breaking the story about the laptop that contained all kinds of evidence of corruption with the Biden family. Joe Biden, uh, you know, while in office, right before the 2020 election, uh, the the information also revealed that Twitter censored other posts in social media on behalf of the Democratic National Committee and the Biden campaign. Uh, 
John Pierre, White House spokeswoman, did not re- react to a question on Biden's views about social media companies censoring information for his and his family's behalf. Of course, she just called it, quote, a distraction, end quote. Uh, quote, an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that he would so haphazardly, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction, he being Elon Musk, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre said. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the arrogance from these people is just, and you know, likely nothing will happen. We got a special counsel uh, looking into some documents that Donald Trump may or may not have taken from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, but Merrick Garland is, pff, has he even been asked if he's even thinking about, you know, uh, just just even for optics sake. Uh, authorizing a special counsel to look into what has been documented by Peter Schweitzer in a book in 2018 that was a number one. New York Times bestseller and another book, Profiles in Corruption, another number one New York Times bestseller in 2020, going into deep, deep detail and specificity, granularity, if you like, about the Biden family corruption. Just Merrick Garland, he, he could just he could just appoint a special counsel. He, he could just fund it and staff it and they could just for years do nothing like so many special counsels have have done seemingly. When's the last time you heard, you know, I'm not going to say his name because he, he, it's a name that's been banned. I, I just don't even it, 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 it rhymes with John Durham. Oh, right. Um, let me get uh, to some other topics here. Boy, Louisiana, Missouri on Monday released in the entirety of the November 23rd, 2022 deposition of Dr. Anthony Fauci as part of the lawsuit against the Biden administration and federal government with Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry. Boy, he's one of the good ones. Said confirms that, quote, federal bureaucrats in collusion with social media companies want to control not only what you think, but especially what you say. Oh, what? where have we heard this story before? Federal bureaucrats in collusion with social media companies controlling not only what you think, but especially what you say. Uh, Jeff Landry. Oh, oh, he's oh, he's Louisiana attorney general. Oh, he's a, a friend of the program, a friend of Breitbart News, running for governor of Louisiana. Oh, uh, uh, John Kennedy. The senator from Louisiana may be running for governor. I hope John Kennedy leads the Senate. Because, again, he's one of the Republican faces, along with Ted Cruz, just just caping up for the JCPA. Anyway, the lawsuit forced, uh, this is Hannah Blue of Breitbart News reporting, the lawsuit forced on allegations of federal officials colluding with social media companies to censor speech and Fauci's deposition, Landry explained, shows that, quote, social engineering tactics were used against the American public not to limit your exposure to a virus, but to limit your exposure to information that did not fit within the government sanctioned narrative, end quote. This is, uh, so a lawsuit had to be filed to get the full transcript of this deposition of Anthony Fauci here. This, I mean, I, I prepare these notes and it all just runs together. I mean, this stuff is so massively important because, you know, as we, you know, gear up to another election in which I would really like Donald Trump to be president again, because he was the only person in six 
decades to stand up to the growing massive threat of Chinese Communist Party's influence, not only in the Eastern Hemisphere of the planet, but certainly in the Western Hemisphere. Um, that, that country has, is deeply involved in, in, in a, in censorship on a level, on a scale. I mean, the social credit systems, they call it in China, that is just increasingly looking like what, what we're having here in America. And it's the same people time and time again, it's government bureaucrats. In this case, Dr. Anthony Fauci lying on behalf of statists and massive interests, whether they be in the tech biochemical field or in tech companies. Um, and the collusion on this level, I mean, it's just absolutely stunning. I, I advise you to, to read Hannah Blue's report on the deposition. Thank you to, 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 Jeff, to Jeff Landry. Uh, but, 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 but why it matters? Because we're going to probably face a pandemic again. Now, you know, Anthony Fauci's leaving government, so that corrupt SOB will not be there. But there are, there are like probably hundreds of Anthony Fauci's. One of them or several of them will be anointed and they'll basically be the future Fauci. On Fox News, Senator Rand Paul said that Anthony Fauci, quote, will be remembered for one of the worst judgments in the history of modern medicine, end quote. Cut 16. Likely, likely there is no public figure or public health figure that has made a greater error in judgment than Dr. Fauci. The error in judgment was to fund gain of function research in a totalitarian country, fund research that allowed them to create super viruses that in all likelihood accidentally leaked into the public and caused seven million people to die. Think about it. This is right up there with decisions, some of them malevolent or military to kill millions of people. This accidental, but it goes to judgment. Talk about errors. You think he might apologize to the world for funding research that allowed super viruses to be created in a lab, a lab that was not properly outfitted for safety, that people were already reporting was dangerous to support that that type of research and then to look the other way and say nothing to see here and to cover it up for the last two years he's been covering his tracks but we've got him red-handed and he won't get away historically he will be remembered for one of the worst judgments in the history of modern medicine yeah yeah um there is some, I mean, tangentially, I guess, good news. So Alex mentioned representative from California, Ro Khanna, yesterday. Uh, he's the lone Democrat who was on the communique between tech companies and DNC officials and the Biden campaign, standing up, fighting, saying, look, guys, this Twitter censorship story, this New York Post story about Hunter Biden is not good. <laughs> he says he stands by his statements. He also uh, said on CNN, Rokana did, that Twitter suppressing Hunter's, Hunter Biden's story wasn't about pictures of Hunter Biden, which there were several terribly. It was about them suppressing a news article with no justification. Congressman Khanna, FBI needs to, quote, explain what they were doing, end quote, and rationale with the Twitter Hunter story. So it's just, it's just, you know, where, where are the other Democrats? I mean, it's just this guy from California is just the only one. Speaking of California, Congressman Daryl Issa 
said that the the Twitter files, he, he said, if you can kill whatever story you want, we're like China, Russia and Iran. Yeah, no kidding. Um, good news here. Uh, Republican South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster announced on Monday that he will seek to ban the Chinese-owned app TikTok from government devices, citing security concerns. So the governor said in an official request to the Department of Administration Executive Director uh, that he is seeking to have, quote, the social media platform TikTok be permanently removed and access blocked from all state government electronic devices managed by the department. This is good. Obviously, this comes after South Dakota uh, Governor Kristi Noem made a similar move last week. There's, there you go. Some good news. 866-957-2874 is the number to call. Take a break here. Lots for you to, to chime in on. Um, but please, call your senators. Call your congressmen. Tell them that uh, a vote on JCPA, their, their, even their tacit support on the JCPA will be result in political ruin for them. I think you put it like that. I think that's fair and precise. Murphy, Republican representing the 3rd District of North Carolina, sounds off on an amnesty deal for some 2 million DACA illegal aliens making its way through the swamp. Dr. Fauci playing dumb about federal bureaucrats colluding with social media companies to control speech during the pandemic. And Congressman Murphy also discusses the Moore County, North Carolina power grid attack being looked at as an act of domestic terrorism. Welcome back to the program, Congressman. Good morning, Jerome. I hope you're doing well. I am. The family's doing great. Thank you. And I, I do hope the same for you and yours. Um, so so not surprisingly, Congressman, get this. A majority of Americans support uh, newly minted Twitter CEO Elon Musk's ongoing efforts to change Twitter to a more free and transparent platform. Not shocking. Uh, over a thousand uh, likely general election voters uh, polled just a couple weeks ago when asked over half of them said they do support what Musk is doing in light of the revelations, um, the way that the news surrounding Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, the conversations between high ranking officials in the federal government, the DNC and the Biden campaign. None of this is shocking, um, but but it all sort of fits in, especially when you consider that the JCPA, there, at least there are serious talks of it being attached to must pass defense spending bill in the NDAA. We all knew in Breitbart News, particularly our senior contributor, Congressman Peter Schweitzer, had been reporting for years that the Biden family. Uh, was doing uh, business with Ukraine, with China, to the tunes of millions of dollars. So there, there are a lot of Americans who knew it. And then Hunter Biden's laptop gets left at a, a repair shop. Journalists <laughs> and Emma Jo Morris, who is currently of Breitbart News, reports on it. It is 
uh, smothered on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and I, I think it's one of the biggest political heists in our generation. Um, yeah. What's happening is a good thing, but, you know, so much of the damage is done, Congressman. I tell you, a large, a large part of this audience wants retribution. I don't know how that yeah. looks or if it'll happen, but that's where we're at. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, Jerome. It's Orwellian to the key to the to the teeth. Rather, um, this is how you have one side take over the media and basically promote one message. And anybody who goes against that message, um, just like in 1930s Germany, is banned. And here you have a control of the media. And it's not like uh, people don't know that the media, mainstream media, is uh, controlled by the Democratic Party. I mean, even most progressives will admit that um, sheepishly and quietly, but we, but we all know it. And finally, finally, um, this there's now proof. There's absolute proof that this was going on. And I think you know, uh, you know, a lot of Democrats are now complaining. All we're going to come back do is do investigations and chase laptops and do all this. Oh yeah. my God, you know. In, in some vein, all I want us to govern. I really want us to come back right. and show show people what true government is. But on the other vein, you know, the hell hath no fury. And it, it, here we go. And, you know, we're just going to expose this nonsense. I personally believe, and maybe I'm a, a little bit of a, a conspiracy theorist, if you will. I don't think I am. I think I'm a pretty rational human. Um, that the uh, Communist Party has something hanging over Joe Biden's head, that uh, Hunter was being paid um by these uh, foreign nationals for access to Vice President Biden, and mm-hmm. money was uh, exchanged in that regard. And that is one reason why President Biden wants to slow go and wants to not go against China as much as we really should be doing, because there is uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think that's what we will eventually find out. And it's a, it's a tragedy of epic proportions one of which uh, may end up honestly leading to impeachment. And so who knows this? I'm not going to postulate that. I think he's already uh, committed impeachable offenses with what happened in Afghanistan and what's going on at our border. Yeah. But, uh, but it will be interesting for the, li- for the light to show the truth, rather. At the very least, we do get answers when, and I do believe starting January 3rd, um, when you guys start to officially take the majority, these hearings... Uh, these sort of legal proceedings with, with congressional weight behind them. I do like for, you know, light being that disinfectant and mm-hmm. a lawsuit uh, from Louisiana, Missouri, uh, focusing on allegations of federal officials colluding with social media companies to censor speech. Boy, where have we heard that one before? Uh, you had uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci get this. I do not recall, he said, 174 yeah. times when being d- d- deposed. I-, I-, I just want for Anthony Fauci to live the rest of his days being deposed, having to answer questions under oath. I don't think that he could be grilled enough considering the amount of death in the lives that were destroyed by China, knowing more than they let on in the early days of this pandemic and Anthony Absolutely. Fauci being in charge of it. Absolutely. You know, I, in the early, I, I will readily admit uh, as a physician, I've been one for 30 years. I was a fan of Fauci uh, in the early days with some of the real work that he did on HIV. I really was. 
Um, but the fact when he took over uh, this whole uh, initiative with our pandemic, and then it became about him and his persona. He comes out with his book and everything, and it is a I am mightier than anybody else. Lots of discussions at the uh, at the NIH and everywhere else um, disagreed with Fauci, but he was a dictator and ruling. And the fact that it all became about him and that he was uh, it, you couldn't question him. Um, uh, and he was infallible. Um, yeah, I think it. I think he deserves that. And the fact was such a have, a have such a man with such a brilliant mind to say, I can't recall, I can't recall, I can't recall. Um, uh, yeah, that uh, that just doesn't uh, doesn't have to pass the smell test. He's, so. a, he's, a, he's the smartest anointed anointed, I'll say, is the smartest man in the room, but also the most Always. clueless at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Congressman Greg Murphy, one of the few practicing physicians on the Hill, joining the program as 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 he as he dutifully does uh, uh, right now. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think I ended the, uh, the 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 program before one of the last commercial breaks, Congressman, by just, you know, trying to argue that we need a sharper Donald Trump back in the White House who's ready to, you know, finish some of the work that he that he did. Um, and the problems are so massive and it is infuriating um, to me to know that there are bipartisan efforts, Congressman, um, to just to just sell us out even more. So we have a report that Senator Tom Tillis uh, from North Carolina is working with Kirsten Cinema. The Democrat in Arizona uh, on a on an amnesty uh, for about two million illegal aliens enrolled in DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, uh, according to the Washington Post. Um, I've always, for a long time, Congressman, believed that these children, many of them, were brought over here by their parents. It's it's to no fault of their own. But the last thing that we need to do is give an amnesty, regardless if they're paying for the sins of their literal fathers or not. It sends the wrong message to a lot of people, thousands of which we hear and from Breitbart News reporting are waiting right now to enter this country illegally. Amnesty cannot be on the table at all whatsoever, no matter the circumstances of how you got here, as awful as they may be. Well, I'm not so sure I agree 100% with that, just uh, okay. to be very frank. You, yeah. you, you point out that if it, it, the way I look at it is that what if a two-year-old kid was brought here illegally by their parents, um, but that two-year-old child is now a 35-year-old accountant working hard, paying U.S. taxes, et cetera, et cetera. What do we do? Do we send that person back to their country of origin that they've hard, that they've never lived in? Or do we give them a path to be an American citizen? They're paying taxes to do all these other things. But if that ever happens, mm-hmm. it has to be a hard line wall. Boom. This doesn't happen again. And, you know, the fact that uh, now you can have people that literally run over the border, pop out a kid, and that, per- that kid is all of a sudden, all of a sudden American citizen right. is absolutely absurd. We do have to fix our immigration system. I come from an area where there are a lot of farmers, a lot of fishermen um, that need workers. You know, if you look at all what's going on in, in so many spaces of America, 
where we're still, we are still, Jerome, paying people to stay at home. If that goes on, we're paying 18 people, we're paying Medicaid bills for 18 million people who do not qualify because Biden has continued the national health or the public health emergency purely for political power. The same thing with the student loan debt. But we have individuals that want to come here and actually do the work of the country. Yeah, there needs to be an increase in our visa program. Our farmers need it desperately. But also for those individuals that came here when they were children, let us figure out a way, a way that they can stay in the U.S., work, continue to pay taxes. But we have to put a damn hard line on this nonsense not ever happening again. So I do think we do need a comprehensive immigration program. What that looks like, uh, I think, remains to be seen. Yeah. Look, I'm not a I I wouldn't be intractable on this. And I honestly don't know how everybody in the audience feels, particularly in the Breitbart audience. But I do I do know that a lot of people hear comprehensive immigration reform and probably think back to, you know, the compromise that Ronald Reagan took uh, in the 80s and certainly past conversations on the Hill about this past 10 with the you know the gang of eight and <laughs> all sure. of that stuff sure. I, and get it, it. I think i think people want to see the wall finished first every yeah. hire in in terms of ice and border agents that is being asked for by the men and women on the ground that needs yep. to be filled the funding should be automatic and all of that and then we hire all of the immigration judges that are needed uh, to 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 get the the legal system in in place so we can actually mm-hmm. deport the people who certainly do not belong here. You know what I mean? Like the, there are a lot yeah. of steps that we should get to first bef- before we talk about what to do with the people who were brought here by no no fault of their own. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, that's sort of, as, as my mother would speak biblically, indecent and in order. Um, yeah, but, and but I, I get it. Yeah, I, I get that. I understand. Um, I don't know any of the details of what's going on. I was just actually listening to a local radio program where I was driving in this morning. And apparently part of this bill, and again, I've not read one single letter of text, um, notes $25 billion for the border. Now, I've been to the border. You know, every inch doesn't need to be a wall. In fact, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be smart. We have so many um, cameras, drones, and all these surveillance things that work actually much better than a wall. Um, but our border security, our agents have just been overrun. You know, now Biden wants to take air marshals off the planes and leave our, our uh, air traffic totally unguarded to go down to the border and be administrative people. And, you know, if you look at the statistics, the real true statistics, how many millions have gotten away into our country who are never going to be showing back up in a court? Never, yeah. never. And if given the chance, those people to show up in a court to come here and work, they probably would. But now there's such a dark cloud over them. Um, they're just going to be part of the black market of America. And that we just don't need that. So it's a they've done an absolute disastrous job, not only of running the country, but our but our southern border. Congressman Greg Murphy, Republican from North Carolina, joining the program right now. Uh, you know, I, I spend probably whenever I bless to fill in for Alex, yeah, maybe maybe 30, 40 percent of the time. Somehow I'm talking about the Chinese Communist Party, Congressman. 
and sure. it's never in a good way, uh, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yep. oftentimes the reporting that, that we do at Breitbart is just absolutely shocking and unbelievable. And and here we go again. The Secret Service recently disclosed that hackers linked to the Chinese Communist Party stole at least $20 million in coronavirus relief benefits. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it, the... The, the the virus. Are you surprised at all? Are you it's just I'm, I'm trying to avoid what what all I guess broadcasts uh, broadcast hosts try to avoid just being speechless. But it's just <laughs> I, 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 I make the mistake. Oh, it couldn't get worse. Well, it, it, it has gotten worse because hackers linked to the country where the virus emanated from. Are, are now are now being uh, outed as stealing tens of millions of dollars in benefits that went to people who should have never needed them to begin with. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's, just a, it's just a matter of time. And, you know, I said this literally uh, when I first come in, came into office. Now, I'm a surgeon and, you know, I didn't grow up in politics and this whole is this whole ride has been a, uh, a learning thing for me. But, uh, you know, in medicine, what it looks like and it smells like it, it usually is, and that's what our, our Chinese counterparts are. They are they are our enemies, they are our adversaries, and the fact that people treat them with kit gloves in this country um, is absolutely beyond me. They uh, the one one of the good things that came out of the pandemic is this nation's awareness of how absolutely dependent we are on China for our substrates for all our materials. And how we need to change that. Some of that's happening. Some of it's not happening. It's it's, it's amazing. Um, I I do uh, want want you to know that I am a proud uh, alumni of the Young America's Foundation, one of the many conservative campus oh, groups. D- yes, doing doing great work. Um, and so, you, Congressman, uh, as well as Virginia Fox, Kate Kamick, another great Florida. Uh, Congresswoman Burgess Owens and uh, Marionette Miller Meeks held your second annual Congressional Campus Free Speech Roundtable uh, at the U.S. Capitol. T- tell the audience about the event uh, and why it's important. Who uh, you brought together and uh, and why you're doing it again? Yeah, it was a great event, Jerome. This is the second year um, we've done it, and uh, I invited uh, Dr. Fox, who is our ranking member on higher ed. And uh, Burgess Owens, as you said, were there, and several of the other folks were there. And what we've done is we've tried to bring to light the absolute absurdity that there is uh, free speech is being attacked on campuses. Um, I was on the board of trustees of my alma mater at Davidson College. I was alumni president there. And um, when I was there as a student, we had great debates, great debates. You have different philosophies and different ways of working things. Colleges are supposed to be cauldrons of, uh, of debate, cauldrons of thought, where people come together for respectful uh, discourse. But now as we find out that um, so many colleges, and now from the last administration, my uh, <clears throat> previous administration at, at, at that institution um, had uh, really destroyed free speech. And so, so many of the, uh, the stories that we're hearing over and over again um, uh, on college campuses where students are, are afraid of uh, um, speaking out. It's amazing, uh, the statistics. I wish I had them right at hand. But the ama- amazing amount of individuals who don't feel safe speaking their opinions because 
you know, these kids are going to college. A lot of them high, uh, high achievers want to earn good grades. And um, they're threatened because if they disagree with their professor, they think their grades are going to be uh, to be diminished. And so we saw I saw that on our campus when I was on the board of trustees. Um, where uh, conservatives were more and more persecuted. Mm -hmm. You hear it from Yale, from MIT, from a lot of different schools. We had fire come in and talk. And so it's a national debate, and more and more alumni are becoming aware of this. And uh, it's a a good thing that uh, we're we're putting light on this issue. Absolutely. I mean, just being on those campuses and it's it, it's the it's the speech that's being squelched. That's always conservative. It's never the, the, the wildest left wing uh, groups who are being uh, smothered. Congressman Greg Murphy joining the program from North Carolina. Congressman, I had to ask you, uh, North Carolina Governor uh, Cooper said that the more county power grid, uh, the outage, but the attack that caused the outage leaving tens of thousands of, of North Carolinians in that area uh, powerless for days. He said the, the, the gun attack looked as, is being looked at as an as a act of domestic terrorism. Um, we know Duke Energy's been on the ground trying to fix the situation, um, but this one, this, this one could be serious. I mean, once we get all of the details and get to the bottom of it from the State Bureau of Investigation. Um, do, you ha- do you have anything to add on this story, Congressman? Police chief in Pinehurst uh, is a very good friend of mine. I spoke with him night before last, and this may very well be what it is. Um, yeah. You know, our our uh, electric grid, our uh, power grid is very, very poorly defended. Um, I know that uh, Chinese, again, going back to them, multiple cyber attacks over the last uh, decade and what this is, uh, we'll find. We don't know. We'll find out. But that's uh, this is what it appears to be. But we'll let's get the facts before we uh, all jump to conclusions sure. and everything. Um, but I'm sure we will find out the bottom of this and uh, need to act accordingly to ensure the safety of our our power grid across the country. Congressman, thank you so much as always for joining the program. All right, Jerome. God bless. Have a great day. This is the Breitbart News Daily Podcast. Thanks for listening.